Football systems check. Microphone. Check. Record enabled. Kate. Check. Michelle. Check. All systems go. I repeat, all systems go. We got a problem. We got a Copy. We have ball blast. I repeat, we have ball blast. Hello, everybody. Welcome into this special edition, the Injury Ball Blast podcast. I am your host, Kate, and you can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And as always on Tuesday for the Injury Podcast, I am joined with our own injury specialist, Matthew Betts, at the Fantasy PT on Twitter, here to discuss everything that happened in Week 12. Week 12 isn't technically even over, maybe, probably not, not sure yet. But we'll see. That's, but maybe like I, I really genuinely I can't imagine that we're uh, still have a, another game left on the slate as of right now. But crazier things have happened. This is 2020. Bets, how's it going? Well, Kate, it's not going well, all things considered no. for myself and every Eagles fan that exists on the planet. On this day, uh, we're recording this the day after the Eagles just fell on their face and looked like a bottom five team in the league, which I think we are. So uh, I'm doing well overall. My fandom with Eagles is not, but I'm excited to talk injuries with you today on the pod. I think the question is, when do you jump ship, right? I Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be watching highlights of the 2017 Super Bowl. If anyone needs <laughs> that's, me, that's where, I'll, that's where I'll be in a dark room. <laughs> that's all you have, and we cannot blame you. That's all right, guys. We are almost closing out the... 2020 fantasy football season we are heading into week 13 lots of implications here for your playoff runs let's dive on into it so uh, at the quarterback position Daniel Jones right hamstring strain uh, looked very painful tried to come back in for just about a quarter of a play before hobbling back off the field sounds like he'll be out multiple weeks is he done for the fantasy football season No, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I do think we see him back on the field for the Giants before the end of our fantasy football season. But it is worth monitoring as, you know, we're entering week 13. He's not going to play this week. It'll be Colt McCoy under center. And then for week 14, probably not going to be out there as well for that matchup. But we'll have to see how he progresses beyond that. I do think it is worth monitoring, though, for weeks 15 and 16. I'm not expecting Daniel Jones to be the same Russian quarterback that we've seen where he has these monstrous rushing weeks right in in fantasy but I don't think we'll see that this season I do think he's back on the field though so we'll see if it's 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 week 15 week 16 but I don't expect to see him over the next two weeks well and it is difficult to imagine starting him in your fantasy football lineups if we're not projecting him to have that rushing upside because that is if, if we're being honest that's pretty much all you're expecting to get out of Daniel Jones how about uh, another D? Let's stick with the D's, the letter D's. DJ Moore, right ankle injury, questionable for week 14. Non-contact. Um, I think uh, the the general fear among fans and, and people watching the game was that maybe there was like an Achilles injury. What updates do we have there? Because clearly it wasn't an Achilles, but didn't look good. Yeah, I think everyone was pretty worried after they saw him go down. And, you know, typically when you hear the non-contact injury, everyone thinks, oh, my gosh, this is not good news. 
However, it looks like DJ Moore escaped major injury. Now, he did have x-rays on his ankle, which were negative, so no fractures, which is good. I went back and looked at the All-22 film from NFL Game Pass, uh, hashtag not a sponsor, and <laughs> saw that he basically rolled his ankle inward, classic ankle sprain. So he did react in a way that kind of made me nervous, but going back and watching the film, it looks like everything is going to be okay for DJ Moore. They are entering their bye week here in week 13. So I don't expect we'll get a lot of updates throughout the week, but he'll be rehabbing all week and he has a chance to play for week 14. But for now, consider him questionable as he comes out of the bye week. All right. Another Carolina Panther, Teddy Bridgewater. Goodness gracious. He has had trouble staying off of our injury podcast here. Um, so Teddy, he left the field on the last offensive play of the game. Uh, had like a shoulder something or another. What What's going on with that? We didn't really hear much about it. Uh, should we be concerned? They do get a bye this week, so he'll get a chance to rest up. But uh, any chance that we should be worried about Bridgewater missing time? I don't think so. I, I just wanted to put this in our show today just to kind of have everyone. If you are playing these pass catchers for uh, Carolina, as you look forward to the fantasy playoffs, just monitor Teddy Bridgewater coming out of the bye week. By all accounts, he should be fine. But it was kind of a weird play where it's hard to see what happened to his shoulder. But essentially, he like jogged off the field with his arm kind of like hanging down by his side and grabbing at his shoulder. And then that's the last time we saw him. Of course, they kicked the field goal and missed at the last play of the game. But that's the last time we saw. So we don't really know what he would have done after the injury or if he would have come back or any of that stuff. We just don't know. And uh, and it's tough to kind of comment on the severity without having more details, having more information uh, as they go towards the bye. But it is worth monitoring, too. I just think if you're looking towards the fantasy playoffs, you know, in, in this type of, of game, we want to be forward thinking. And I think it's important for people to monitor him coming out of the team's week 13 by week. Love it. Let's talk about some of our fantasy studs. So Dalvin Cook uh, left the game with a left ankle injury. I think people were initially more concerned than uh, it ended up being because he did return to the field eventually. I know every time we talk about a guy returning to the field, uh, we have that discussion about uh, the potential for more swelling to occur um, You know, after the game. What's the deal with Dalvin Cook? Is there any risk of him missing time? Um, any any updates there? It looks like he's going to be okay. Everyone got really worried because, you know, the way he walked off the field kind of limping and having the trainers help him, it made me nervous too because it was hard to see what happened. His kind of ankles got like tackled underneath of uh, a defender and kind of, you know, the video wasn't easy to see. So it was hard to see what exactly went down with Dalvin Cook. But by all accounts, he's okay. And obviously he returned to the game and didn't do much when he got back on the field. I suspect that as time went by and as, you know, the, the game went on, as he was using his ankle more, probably more sore, probably more swelling, and it gets stiff after that. But I think this week he'll be okay. It is worth monitoring, though, and just something to consider. Like, they play Jacksonville this week, and so, you know, if there's any doubt with Dalvin Cook, if it's like, oh, he's, you know, he's 80% or he's 90%, maybe we don't see him with the full workload. Obviously, they should win that game handedly. I think they're 10-point favorites as of now. So, you know, maybe we see a little more Alexander Madison than usual, but I do think he plays this week in Week 13. Definitely for anybody heading into the fantasy football playoffs, be sure to check uh, your waiver wire to make sure that uh, a guy like Alexander Madison, one of those high end priority backups is not available because this is this is the go time where you seriously need uh, those insurance policies. So uh, how about another guy, Josh Jacobs, right ankle sprain? Um, sounds like the MRI wasn't too, uh, too terrible, uh, a little better than expected, but we did see him leave the game early after fumble. Um, Devontae Booker got a lot of work. 
Uh, what should we be expecting heading into week 13? Yeah, this is a situation that I'm a little bit more worried about than I think most people are, um, I guess, like understanding. Like the reports from from Rap Sheet right now is that it's not that serious. It's better than, you know, initially looked and, and things are fine. But he posted on his Instagram a picture of him in a walking boot yesterday. And so, uh, you know, I don't know what to make of that. It, it looks like a high ankle sprain. I'm not sure how serious it is. Obviously, by all accounts, the imaging came back relatively clean, but even a very mild high ankle sprain that could cause him to miss a week is something to, to worry about. So I do think that if you have Josh Jacobs or if you need a running back and you have to win this week to make the playoffs, Devontae Booker is the priority add off of waivers this week, given that they take on the Jets. And I think we all know what that means Woo-hoo. as far as fantasy production at the running back position. So yes, if I'm a Josh Jacobs manager, I'm being sure to go out and get uh, Devontae Booker. Awesome. Philip Lindsay, another guy that cannot stay off this injury podcast, uh, suffered a right knee injury considered week to week. Uh, if you are a Melvin Gordon manager, this definitely uh, definitely clears the playing field a little bit uh, and, and secures some of that workload for him. Is there a chance that we don't see Philip Lindsay uh, again for the season? Or are you feeling uh, confident that, like, should we keep Philip Lindsay on our rosters, essentially? Yeah, it depends on kind of, you know, what you need right now. If, if you're, you know, if you have to win this week and you have no other choice, then I think you have to make the moves to get into the playoffs. But if you are playoff bound and you have depth, I think it's OK to hold on to him. I do think we see him back on the field potentially as early as this week. And what essentially happened with with Philip Lindsay was a very mild MCL sprain where his knee kind of uh, got bent fully and then like twisted to the side in, in a way that stresses that ligament. But hopefully not too serious. He did come back into the game. He didn't look like himself for the rest of the game, but he did come back in. And this is one that typically will get worse kind of over the next day or two, like usually the day after the game. Very sore, very stiff, sometimes some swelling. So we'll see how he progresses throughout the week. But I do think, like you said, Melvin Gordon is a guy that we've seen him be most productive when Philip Lindsay hasn't been in the lineup. And that kind of sounds obvious, right? Like clearly they're splitting work. And so when he's not in there, Melvin Gordon gets the touches. And I do think he is a viable play this week. Certainly, you know, if Philip Lindsay's out, I feel like Melvin Gordon's a guy that has kind of been left for dead in, in fantasy, and we could see him back with a full time role there in uh, in week thirteen. All right, how about uh, another MCL sprain? Josh Allen left the game. Everybody uh, universally around the world held their breath. He did come back into the game, had a, a brace on his knee. Um, any concern there? Do you think he'll be able to uh, continue to play with the brace uh, and? This brace, is there any, um, you know, obviously what we look for uh, with Josh Allen, we love his mobility, his ability to make those plays on the run. Uh, Is he going to be limited in that fashion? It's hard to say. Again, this is a very similar situation as Philip Lindsay. Like the mechanism of injury was almost the exact same. Um, The prognosis is relatively similar. But I do think, you know, it is worth monitoring his mobility as the week goes on because this is, again, is an injury that will likely get worse over the next day or so and then get better as the week goes on. So if they were playing like on Thursday Night Football or something like that, I'd be like, yes, this is a huge concern. But given that we have the extra time, I believe they're the Monday Night Football game this week or one of the one of the three (laughs) this week. Uh, I think he'll be okay. I did see a picture of him with the brace on after the game, but it's worth noting too, his rushing touchdown came after this injury. So I think by all accounts, this is a very mild MCL sprain, one that won't affect him a ton. And just to kind of put it simply for people listening that have Josh Allen, if I have him, I'm keeping him and I'm starting him this week without concern. 
Awesome. Any other injuries we should note heading into uh, the the big week for our fantasy football uh, playoff implications? I think this is the time where you want to start thinking out a couple of weeks. So uh, maybe we can kind of talk about the scenario that's unfolding in New Orleans without Drew Brees on the field. I'm projecting a week 14 or week 15 return. And clearly we have seen Dear God, please. We have seen issues with Alvin Kamara's usage over the past couple of weeks. So, you know, if you are an Alvin Kamara manager, maybe there's some light at the end of the tunnel, but you might need to win without Drew Brees on the field for a week or two of fantasy playoffs. Does that concern you at all? And in the same same light, we've seen more Latavius Murray in those weeks. I'm very concerned. Um, I, I am happy because we did get to see some of that production from Latavius Murray, but uh, definitely it, we haven't seen the bulk of that fantasy production from Alvin Kamara come from his usage as a running back. Though he's uh, been very effective around the goal line, he just hasn't he hasn't popped necessarily when it comes to uh, just overall rushing production. I'm worried. I, I think this is uh, definitely uh, not good news. I, you have Taysom Hill even uh, sniping those goal line opportunities for him, which uh, is what gave you know, Alvin Kamara, that upside to begin with uh, when he was, uh, you know, as far as his rushing ability goes. If he's not catching passes, if he's not getting goal line looks, is he startable? I mean, you have to, right? But how do we how do we counteract some of that uh, lack of upside there? We have to go with high upside options. Uh, Will Fuller, six game suspension. He's like every yeah. he's my favorite go to option for a high upside uh, play. Maybe uh, maybe this is something we should, uh, you know, delve into a little bit over at ballblastfootball.com. We definitely should. And before we move on from other injuries too, real quick, a couple of the monitor that I think we should look at, like, again, a couple more weeks out, and, and specifically this week as well. Guys, I think can come back very, very soon. Kenny Galladay, as you recall, has missed the past, what, three or four weeks with that hip injury. I do think we see him on the field this week. DJ Chark has a chance to return from his rib issue this week. Julio Jones is a guy that I'm not super optimistic about for this week. I do think he plays because he's a gamer and he always tries to play, but we've seen this story in the past where he comes back too soon, is either a decoy or leaves early, and then you're pretty much... Uh, out of luck as far as your wide receiver. So I'm concerned about about Julio for sure. But then on a more optimistic side, I do think we see DeAndre Swift back on the field this week, returning from concussion. And finally, of course, we got to give it up for the man who has just been crushing it all season, David Johnson. No, not really. Uh, but he will be back on the field. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he probably will be back on the field sooner than later, returning off of IR from concussion. Awesome. Good to know. Everybody, if you have any injury questions, please uh, go ahead, add us at Ball Blast Football, uh, Ball Blast FB on Twitter. You can follow uh, Matthew Betts over on Twitter at the Fantasy PT. Follow me at FF Ball Blast. Uh, reach out to us with any of those questions. Let us know who you're picking up on waivers this week. Uh, don't forget, Devontae Booker uh, is Mr. Betts' uh, pick of the week here. But we'll see you guys next week. 